Hello, my name is Dean Bobar, and I am the Adult Life Minister at Christ Pacific Church in Huntington Beach, California. As a church, we are seeking to cultivate a vibrant community of faith, hope, and love that follows Jesus into the world so our neighbors may also experience God's goodness. You're listening to our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to learn more about us or to subscribe to this podcast, visit us at cpchb.org. Hey friends, Pastor Peter here. The role of a mentor in my own development as a pastor is like beyond significant. Now I know that nothing is impossible with God, but quite frankly, without my mentor, it's super difficult for me to even begin to imagine how the Lord would have called me into pastoral ministry. My mentor's name is Tim Shaw, and at the time I met him, he was an associate pastor at First Presbyterian Church in Berkeley. I had just graduated from university in New York City and moved all the way across the country to take a job in San Francisco. Now, what I didn't know when Tim invited me to go skiing in Lake Tahoe with him was that he already had a plan for my life. He was going to introduce me to the student ministry leaders and the high schoolers who were all up in Tahoe at winter camp. Well, we never did run into the high schoolers on the mountain, but that trip to Tahoe was the beginning of God directing me into pastoral ministry through Tim's mentorship. On the four-hour drive home from Tahoe, I shared with Tim a dream I had. This dream I had to start an outdoor ministry, guiding young adults into wilderness experiences where they could encounter the living God. And after I shared this sort of dream or vision that I had, do you know what my mentor said to me? He said, when would you like to start that together? And so shortly thereafter, outdoor ministry at First Pres Berkeley made its debut. And that became my first experience of leading anything in the church. And I sometimes wonder, what if Tim hadn't asked me that question? Tim pastored me, he mentored me, and he demonstrated what pastoral leadership looks like. A lot was happening in my life during that season. I was pretty new to the Bible at the time, having become a believer just two years earlier. Tim and I read Galatians together, and it was the first time that I had really studied the scriptures. We were meeting nearly every week when I shared with him a frustration I was having with my work. I had this amazing job at a company that was a global leader for design and construction management. It was, by so many measures, a dream job but it wasn't a good fit for me. And so I asked him to pray for me. And do you know what Tim said to me? Well, why don't you quit your job and apply for one of the internships at First Pres Berkeley? (laughs) Well, in addition to the, I don't know, 80% pay cut that represented, I gave him a few additional reasons why I shouldn't quit my fantastic job and apply for an internship at First Pres Berkeley. 
Well, as you probably know, I did ultimately apply for that internship, and here I am now before you. But what if Tim hadn't asked me that question? I asked Krista to marry me a month before I quit my engineering job and started that internship. I had an interesting conversation with Krista's parents when I told them I'd like to marry their daughter. Thankfully, they have always been super supportive. At one point, while Krista and I were engaged, I asked Tim for some prayer and for some support for the enormous challenge of waiting until we were married to have sex. Do you know what Tim said to me? He said, Peter, honestly, if this weren't a challenge for you, I'd be really concerned. Well, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but he did help me to see the goodness of God in that particular challenge. And then he helped me to understand a biblical perspective on the gift of bodies and marriage and sex. Now, why am I telling you about my mentor, Tim Shaw? Because the New Testament books of First and Second Timothy and Titus give us a window into the Apostle Paul mentoring two young leaders, Timothy and Titus. These three letters, First and Second Timothy and Titus, are called the pastoral epistles or pastoral letters because they address pastoral concerns and challenges that Timothy and Titus were facing in the churches they were leading. Most noteworthy in all three of these pastoral letters is the problem of false teachers. Timothy was dealing with false teachers within the church, while Titus was dealing with false teachers from outside the church. And in response, Paul writes to Timothy and Titus about the nature and the role of faithful leadership for the flourishing of the church. Especially in 1 Timothy, Paul emphasizes the character qualifications for church leadership. The character qualifications. Paul doesn't have too much to say about the specific duties or responsibilities of leaders. What is far more important is that their character be above reproach. That's what he says in 1 Timothy 3.2. In Titus, the primary theme is the importance of leaders and all believers devoting themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for everyone, Paul writes in Titus chapter 3, verse 8. Paul wants to impress upon Titus and the church leaders in Crete, where the church he was leading was located. He wanted to impress upon them that grace and doing good belong together. As long as the doing good is in response to the grace of Jesus Christ. As you read through the letters of 1st and 2nd Timothy and Titus, pay attention to the pastoral tone of Paul as he mentors Timothy and Titus for the sake of the churches they were leading. And I encourage you to enjoy eavesdropping as you consider how the Spirit of God may be addressing you through Paul's words to his protégés. So friends, happy reading into these pastoral epistles. 
Thanks so much for joining us for our Year in the Bible podcast. If you'd like to hear more about our Year in the Bible campaign to subscribe or learn how you can become engaged with us as a church, please visit us at cpchb.org.